Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, the Ukrainian government reacts to potential cuts in aid funding. I'm Greg Dixon. The U.S. Congress's decision to remove Ukrainian funding from the budget, at least for now, comes at the same time as some EU member states seem to be less inclined to support Ukraine. And slow Ukrainian progress on the battlefield has also raised doubts about the future of the conflict. A. Martinez talked about all of this with NPR's Ukraine correspondent, Joanna Kakissis. Joanna, how are the uh, Ukrainian leaders reacting to Congress's decision to forego aid in this uh, short-term spending bill? Yeah, so President Zelensky is still advocating for more aid because Ukraine desperately needs it. But the government also seems to have realized that large amounts of military aid won't last forever. So Ukraine is actively looking for long-term alternatives to foreign military aid. Just last Friday at a defense forum in Kyiv, the government brought together international arms manufacturers from dozens of countries. President Zelensky told the forum that Ukraine has to make progress on the battlefield every day and to make make that happen, Ukraine's new defense minister, Rustam Umerov, says he wants Ukraine to partner with its allies and defense industry leaders to manufacture world-class weapons. He's saying our mission is to produce weapons to cover Ukraine's needs right now, and then after the war, to export those weapons. All right, now another winner approaches of all this. Uh, where do things stand on the battlefield? Well, there's been some incremental progress on the front line, mainly in the south and the east, but Ukrainian forces have been stymied for two main reasons. One is landmines. Uh, The southern front is uh, filled with them, and Ukrainian forces have to clear them or go around them so they can sever the land bridge to Crimea. That would cut off Russian supply routes. And the other reason for the slow progress is that Russians have learned from their mistakes early in the war and are fighting more effectively. Uh, Now, I just mentioned Crimea. That's the southern peninsula in Ukraine that Russia occupied in 2014. Ukrainian forces have recently made bold strikes there, attacking Russian positions with long-range missiles provided by the West. Now, in a letter to congressional leaders, the Pentagon warned that it's uh, running low on money to replace weapons that they sent to Ukraine. So what does that mean for this uh, counteroffensive? Yeah, well, that's probably not going to help the counteroffensive, but the Ukrainians are determined to end this war on their terms, and that means getting all their land back. Uh, But they know that this is going to come at a high cost. Uh, This weekend, we were at a memorial in central Kyiv celebrating Ukraine soldiers, and that's where we met 39-year-old Sergei Manko. He spends his weekends delivering supplies to soldiers. And he's saying here that when he visits the front line, he hears soldiers talking all the time about how every piece of land they retake comes at the expense of someone's life. Joanna, how is the slow pace, the counteroffensive playing out with Ukraine's other allies? So on Monday, foreign ministers from countries in the European Union showed up here in Kyiv to show their support for Ukraine and for fast-tracking Ukraine's EU membership. Uh, But there are cracks here, and they're growing. Hungary, for example, is already friendly with the Kremlin, and a pro-Kremlin party won elections in Slovakia this weekend. All right, that's NPR's Joanna Kakissis in Kiev. Joanna, thanks. You're welcome. And thank you for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News.
We'll see you again soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Betterment. Confusing eye contact with a mysterious stranger is never chill. But Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands. But because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit sattva.com slash NPR and save an additional $200.